Um, any any other um, as seen on TV ish purchases for you, Nick? Okay, so my favorite thing it's um, it's like a it, I'm sure you guys have probably seen this or heard of it at some point, but it's like a sandwich press, but it presses the sandwich into like little triangles, like little pocketed triangles mm-hmm. when you heat it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have oh, one of those. Right. It's pink. Yeah. Yeah, my, my grandma used to make me sandwiches in those, and so I've always been a, a real big fan of that concept. <laughs> yeah. No, I love those uh, sandwich makers. Um, <clears throat> the problem is, for me, um, I, I would usually make... Maybe my sandwiches are, are cheesier than others. I don't think so. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you get the, the cheese running out of the ass of the machine that is impossible to clean. So I just have filthy sandwiches for a couple of years until it until I have to throw it away. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. It's the only show that makes you wish you'd never asked a lot of the questions that come to mind during the show. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist is really good at making molehills out of mountains. She's got a green belt and chill and doesn't even like to brag about her zen belt. She's a wonderful improviser. It's Christiana. And our... I believe... Our second panelist once bet the sun it couldn't stay out till midnight, and that weak bitch still owes him 20 bucks. He's an amazing writer and performer. It's Nick Pettigrew. Hey, thank you. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You'd be a fool to pass up. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Stab Show. Looking at the light at the end of the tunnel and cowering, not wanting to walk towards it. Let us keep being a TV station. Let's meet tonight's panelists. <laughs> oh, I am having anxiety. Uh, Christiana, hey there. Hi. Hi there. How are you? How are you? Oh, Great. no, you go. <laughs> now you. Uh, how have things been? How How's the world and for Christiana? There, things are... Things are fine. Things okay. are fine. Uh, let's see what's new. Uh, still working from home because oh. you know whatever. Got my vaccine. Yeah. And you should too. People who are watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this county can get out of the red someday. You're getting whooped by a lot of other counties. It's embarrassing. It is. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, since we last talked, I got a cat. I mentioned that. Oh shit. Before we started the show, so that's exciting. Nice. Adopt, don't shop. But then you're stuck with the cat that you get. So anyway, there you go. That's what we've been doing. We've been well, scooping cat poop. That's a yeah. lie. I say we. It's That's entirely Rob. <laughs> that's all Rob does now. Scoop cat shit. Yeah. Yeah. There well, you go. Well, that's, that's what we do now. Well, that's nice. New kitty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, ours just... Uh, is old and senile and screams at like two, four, six, and a.m. Uh, 
so, you know, <laughs> good times. Uh, 15, 16 years old. That's good for a cat. Uh, <laughs> that's old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just wants to go outside and we don't. That's a problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know we got a... Oh, Law wants to show the kitty. I don't know. We probably can't scoop up the cat. I, the cat The cat is, like, kind of camera shy. I don't know where mm. she goes now. And something about the way my camera is, my cat could be standing full height right here on the desk, and she doesn't show up on camera. <laughs> Sometimes you get a tail that goes through, but right. the cat does what she does, and she is very sharp. <laughs> yeah. They have, a so, bunch, no. they have a bunch of sharp points on them. That's, somebody should look into that. Super sharp, but maybe she'll maybe she'll make a guest appearance at some point. Maybe she well, wrote a she wrote a haiku, so she'll oh, perform nice. later. Last week we had two cat appearances, so if we can keep that going, uh, we'll see. Uh, oh, oh no, now we got Nick scoping out the. <laughs> well, well, now I want if other people's cats got screen time. They were just there, laying in the background through the whole episode, apparently, and then they turned the cameras on them. It was wonderful. Mm. Uh, <laughs> cats love right. stab. Okay, uh, <laughs> because they have so many points. Uh, thank you, Christiana. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, as usual. Uh, Nicholas! Hey! <laughs> Welcome back, sir! Yeah, I'm happy to be back. I, mm. I enjoy my time here. Well, we, I mean, then it's reciprocal. Uh, we enjoy it as, enjoy you as well. Um, how's, how's LA still going uh, down there? You know, it's going better. It's going better. There, um, I feel like there's been a lot more uh, blue bottle coffee shops opening up around town that I, I've seen. So I'm excited for that. You know, okay. uh, that New Orleans style is uh, really nice. I enjoy it. Um, a little bit overpriced, but you know, what isn't these days? Well, sure. Um, other than that, yeah, everything's been uh, been great. <laughs> well, that's good. Because yeah. I don't, I don't usually hear that from Nick, and when I do, it's not usually delivered in a way that is believable. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's good to hear. Um, I had no idea what you were talking about. Blue Bottle Coffee Shops is a New Orleans thing. Is what's that about? Blue Bottle Coffee, yeah, it's like a a fancy pants kind of coffee shop. Um. I feel like there there weren't as many in LA, and lately I've seen a lot more kind of popping up, especially hmm. one in my beloved hometown of Pasadena, Ooh, California, yeah. right now. And so, uh, you know, just a, a lot more caffeine in my life. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm taking the opposite path right now because because normally I drink too many energy drinks. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to taper my caffeine back off, but you know what? Sounds like yours, uh, might be more interesting. Uh, not to, not to discount the fine quality of Bang Energy Brain Beverages. I'm not sure what they call themselves. Uh, Are you a Bang man? I am. I am. Oh. Frosé, Rosé, and Starblast. Those are the way to go. Those are taste. I'm strictly a monster. Any ultra plus color is uh, pretty great. <laughs> you know, I want that monster ultra plus color. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, those are good too, though. Oh, we could wax poetic about 
<laughs> many fizzy, jittery liquids, or <laughs> we can start the stab show. No, I want energy drink talk to come back. No, it's the stab show. Settle down. Energy drink talk is our next podcast. Uh, <laughs> Guarana breath. I'm not sure. Now I turned into a weird energy drink Johnny Carson. <laughs> Guarana breath. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get into the actual program. It's segment one. It's reorganization. <clears throat> Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what? It, who or what else might it now represent? Doctors don't know everything. They're often it, they're often heard that they they practice medicine, which which should tell you that even after their years of training, there's still stuff they don't know all of. Weird stuff happens with the human body all the time. That's not quite right. First step in solving something is knowing something's wrong. So your first diagnosis might be NQR or not quite right. Then the fun of figuring out what that means begins. Uh, most things aren't quite, ra quite right around here, though. So why don't you give me what else NQR might stand for or represent to you, Christiana? Uh, <laughs> NQR, what that? Uh, that stands for no quoted reactions, which means you have to stop doing this to every little thing because this makes it hard to trust what you're saying this makes me assume you either think i'm an asshole or the subject of what you're talking about is an asshole or somebody's an asshole somewhere but like an asshole and then i don't know what how many layers of irony are are part of any of those statements that come out of your mouth after you start quoting everything that you say vaccine <laughs> cats oh no nick <laughs> no quoted reactions just stop it oh i, I didn't know what to believe <laughs> <laughs> and then calling him an asshole but calling them an asshole what does that mean <laughs> Does that turn it from, like, was anyone going to think you were talking about the anatomical part and this makes people know it's metaphorical? Or, like, an asshole? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Don't do it. Yeah, no, Nick's never come out of that puzzle. <laughs> no, I am. I'm lost in what, what air quotes <laughs> asshole could mean. They're like the meaning or irony equivalent of a double negative or, like, a triple negative. Like, you got to switch it and switch yeah, it. Yeah, like, not an asshole. Yeah. But then why would you call someone an asshole in the first place? Exactly. And then air quoting oh. it, doesn't it just revert back to the original? I, oof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sending us tumbling down that linguistic fucking rabbit hole. Uh <laughs> rabbit hole. No! But what is that? <laughs> oh, but it's actual rabbits. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Christiana. Uh, Nick, let's then hear what your NQR is. Okay, so NQR to me stands for Not Quigley Reloaded. Now, this is a designation that can apply to any film 
that is not the sequel to the 1990 cinematic masterpiece, Quigley Down Under. I'm not going to bore everyone with a plot summary because we all remember it beat for beat, all right? I mean, we can all agree it was a pretty good movie, right? I mean, not perfect by any means, but that's why you need a sequel, huh? What happens to Cora and Quigley after they board the ship back to America? Nobody knows. Or you could do a totally different adventure like Indiana Jones. I mean, I assumed at first when I saw that there had to be other movies, like it was a franchise or something, because who names the first movie Quigley Down Under? Like, we don't even know who the fuck Quigley is. We haven't seen him up and over. Like, none of it makes sense. But I know who Quigley is. He's Tom Selleck working every hair of his mustache. That's who. The movie screams for a sequel or a prequel de detailing Quigley's time in Dodge City. I'm sure we all remember that little tidbit of backstory. But until that movie happens, every film will be NQR or not Quigley Reloaded. <laughs> Yeah, quickly down under. Uh, <laughs> no, what have we done? Oh, I, <laughs> I haven't. I apologize. I haven't seen it, but Law was very excited in the chat. Uh, <laughs> struck a chord with That's one. A great movie. Is That's it? a family favorite. Oh, I love. I love. It. I really did assume that it was a franchise because <laughs> the title makes no sense. <laughs> with that. Yeah, with that titling mechanic, uh, <laughs> it makes sense that, well, where else has Quigley been? Yeah. <laughs> what else has Quigley done? <laughs> Quigley on the run. Uh, mm -hmm. Quigley up in the air. I, I'm just spitballing here. There's two more for you. I'm going to assume Disney. Because uh, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> that's just the safe assumption. TriStar? I don't know. That might be Disney. I don't know! Is there still a TriStar? I don't know! I think it's back. No, I think it's back. Is it Sony? I feel like it's Sony. Oh, that's like the last entity standing. Isn't it, Sony? <laughs> All right. Well, we could sit here and lament the death of independent cinema. Or we could get back to fizzy caffeinated beverages. Or we can get to segment two, Topical Haiku Challenge. Oh. Oh no, wait, yeah, I think I have this. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, gotta queue up the track. Okay, <clears throat> topical haiku challenge. Um, it seems like unspeakably rich white guys just can't find love. First, about a year ago, Amazon CEO Jeffy B. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie called it quits. And now, just recently, Microsoft guy Bill Gates is getting chucked out by Melinda. <clears throat> so, how about we examine the failings of multi-billion dollar relationships and the general rocky love lives of the grotesquely, obscenely rich, the only way schlubs like us know how, via rigidly structured Japanese verse set to an Irish jig Give me, <laughs> give me your three <laughs> haiku about mega rich love. So we'll go one, one, two, two, three, three. You guys get it. Uh, Christiana, let's hear your first uh, rich love haiku. Two-day shipping, eh? <laughs> Apostrophe shipping, shipping. Two-day shipping, eh? 
In truth, I shipped for so long. Now, no returns. Sad. <laughs> so sad. Alright, just making sure this is balanced right. Ugh. <laughs> shipped for so long. Uh, <laughs> Nick. Let's hear your first Richie uh, Richie love love haiku. Uh, marriage is so hard. Sad to see it all dissolve. But also, fuck them. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. That is the exact right sentiment. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that tough for you? Oh. <laughs> Maybe you can land softly on mounds and mounds of cash. You jackass. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to tip anybody else's haikus. Uh, <laughs> Christiana, let's hear your second. I am become rich. <laughs> Philanthropy all over town. Suck on it hard, Jeff. <clears throat> all right. All right. <laughs> so she gave away all those billions less. Yeah. Fan of her. That's nice. Yeah. Just take half and drop it from a hot air balloon. <laughs> just just make it a parade 1989 Joker Batman style. <laughs> yeah. Uh Nick, let's hear your second rich person love failure haiku. You know, you know what it is. Yeah, I got you. Uh Money can buy lots, but not love, unless love is aboard Epstein's plane. <laughs> oh, uh, moving quickly on to haiku number three. <laughs> uh, yeah, Christiana. Um, let's get us quickly away from that. Uh, let's get your last haiku about rich love. Windows into love. Relationship. Blue screen of death. Flying toaster down. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> I'm going to go get my cat because she's meowing a bunch, so oh. read your haiku super slow. Yeah, now we get to punish the cat uh, by <laughs> it in front of a camera. There it is. All right. <sighs> we almost made it through in one pass. Uh, Nick, let's hear the final haiku about rich love. Okay. Make love in a vault, filled up to the brim with coins. Scrooge McFucking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those coins are gonna get in places. <laughs> oh, it's a cat. It was a tail. It went away. That's all right. A cat has been confirmed. Oh, there it is. Oh, hey you. Look at that little moo moo cow cat. <laughs> yeah. It's older than I was. It's a tiny cow. Miniature cow. <laughs> the show is not for children. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you name it cow? No, or... like, we probably would have if we got her. Uh... She came with the name Cookie, so we didn't. All right. It made me feel weird cha like changing the name because it's her name, but we almost never call her Cookie. We just call her Cat or Puss. All right. Or well, stop scratching furniture. That's probably yeah. what you've been doing. Well, what about Cookie Puss? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got cookie that. Puss? Cookie Puss? Cookie Puss? Maybe. 
Um, and I'm not a cat psychologist or anything. Um, but maybe, <laughs> maybe Cookie is is projecting some uh, some feelings of disrespect for not being addressed by their name. Uh, <laughs> Could be. Just, just cat. You are you are de feelingizing the <laughs> this animal. I don't know. Uh, let's move on. Segment three. <laughs> Sorry, thanks everyone for paying attention to my cat. Yeah, cow cat. Adorable. Um, oh. oh. (laughs) Segment three, campaign trail. Politics. It's probably the worst thing to happen to civilization. But here we are. In a fast-paced world that can only learn enough about their voting choices through catchphrases, quips, and attack ads, well, maybe maybe we could... (laughs) Maybe we can up the political discourse in America by hitting the campaign trail our own selves. So in Campaign Trail, we want to hear your speeches trying to win votes for your following candidates campaigning for these following positions. Oh, this is good. I get to keep some some unused prompts for later. This is good. Uh, (laughs) uh, Christiana, let's hear your speech. (laughs) <laughs> I, I tried to word this properly to get the the, the feeling across. Uh, you are a be-cheese-whizzed stick of celery running for mayor of Thanksgiving dinner. My fellow condiments and dishes, I am proud to stand before you today as your nominee for mayor of Thanksgiving dinner. I'd like to thank Cranberry Sauce and Gravy for a clean campaign so far. You were tough opponents to beat. And uh, to my cousin, a stick of celery with peanut butter. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He prefers to be called ants on a log. Uh, I will see you in the general election. Now, as you are deciding for whom to cast your vote this year, I would just like to mention a list of endorsements. I am proud to have been endorsed by Kraft, without whom I would feel positively naked in my approach to you. I'm also pleased to be endorsed by famed cookbook author, Netflix star, and podcaster, Samin Nosrat, as I carry characteristics of all four food essentials, salt, fat, acid, and heat. In this case, the heat happens to be cold, but that still counts. If you vote for me, chances are you won't fill up as fast at dinner because obviously I'm more of an appetizer than a main course. I will help you pace yourself. We'll cut down on the risk of reflux, which has ruined many a Thanksgiving meal. And I believe... If you choose me wisely this Thanksgiving, we can finally end too many years of turkey domination. Thank you. It's a very powerful speech. For too long, turkey has just been sitting there on its haunches, just skating by, mostly unopposed, year after year. Um, it's good to see a strong candidate like that backed up Backed up by family. Ants on a log. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm just glad we were able to pay off pumpkin pie because there really wouldn't have been yeah any contest that one. That's true. Yeah. 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 They are the uh, <laughs> they're the Dwayne the Rock Johnson of Thanksgiving candidates. It's just it wouldn't be fair. It's, there should be a there should be a rule that they can't run. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, Nick. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, uh, especially after a couple days ago. Uh, Emma and I got into a, into quite a planning uh, sort of a session here live on stream. Actually, yesterday, uh, working on planning a like a hardcore Monopoly stream. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that's where that came from, but I'm looking forward to hearing this. <clears throat> Nick, you are the top hat running for a position on the city council in Monopoly. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> now, I've been all over the board from Baltic Avenue, the boardwalk, and the people, well, the people want change. No longer can we sustain living in these hotels and houses, barely scraping by, hoping to win second place in a beauty pageant just so you can pay the rent. Nobody deserves to go to jail just for an un. un Nobody deserves to go to jail just for an unlucky roll of the dice. The people know the system is rigged against them. It's late in the game, and the truth is that only one person owns almost everything, even the damn railroads and utilities, and nobody is having a good time. That's why I'm running for city council. If elected, I would institute a universal basic income of $200 for every citizen, just for making it another day. Now, some of my competitors will say that I'm nothing more than a symbol of the mega rich and that I am just a pawn in their game. But to that, I say, what the fuck even is a thimble, huh? <laughs> a vote for Top Hat is a vote for ending the madness so that we can move on with our lives doing something, anything else. Thank you. And always remember this. The banker is a cheater who is stealing money when you aren't looking. <laughs> Prided, I prided myself on being the most honest banker you could ever deal with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from that... I stole money even when I wasn't a banker, didn't everybody? <laughs> well, I, t right? I, I took it very seriously. I'm going to win on my own merits. But uh, I want to take this back to part of that conversation. Uh, it, it's part of house rules. Um, there, it's a multi-stage question here. Um, free parking... You start some start with some money in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I think we went with a fiver. Is that what everybody in five hundo? Is that where you started or two, two, five? What did you guys like start? Like two hundred. Yeah, I think it was like two hundred. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I think the last bit of it, um, like, was that all, or did did you also uh, pile in like the luxury taxes and? And all of that sort yeah. of stuff as it came. The stuff that you would basically pay into the bank. Everything went into free parking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. See, this is a fairly universal yeah. house rule. That's good to know. That's good to know. All right. Segment four. Vows to an asshole. Pull this one back out. Let's not say, let's not say pull this one back out after saying vows to an asshole. It's just doing this one again for the first. No, no. That almost, it's almost good. Still doesn't quite. Vows to an asshole. <clears throat> Congratulations! It's finally your big day! You're marrying that certain special someone who just also happens to be a bit of an asshole. So, 
Let's hear your vows to these specific and particularly unlovable things that you'll be wholly matrimonizing. Uh, Christiana. <laughs> this sort of tied into a, another prompt uh, that you would have heard earlier, but it stands up on its own, too. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it stands on its own. Uh, <laughs> Christiana. You are wearing having to resort to a bathing suit as underwear. Take <laughs> my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they say. It's not settling. It's not just because you're the last person. I mean, what do they say? Save the best for last, right? I can't be anywhere near you without feeling like I'm at the pool. It's almost like I can just <laughs> smell the chlorine still permeating from every ounce of you. And what is more fun than imagining those days by the pool or at the beach? I mean, you're of that particular kind of weave and lining where the sand got in. And it's never coming out, <laughs> ever. Sitting here now, it's like, it's like being at the beach in a bad way with the sand that gets everywhere. <laughs> No, don't, don't start doing that. Don't stop. Don't quote Anakin Skywalker. I swear to God, don't. Can I, it, this is my turn. It's my vows. We were meant to be together. I don't care if you're last season's version. A little tight around the edges, maybe. That's okay. We've all had a really rough year. I love you. And we will be together. Until laundry day. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Christiana. Uh, I, I, I sit next to a thing that I can hear. It's sprinkling. It's sprinkling outside. Oh, it's like, at least here in Midtown. Uh, yeah. Nick, you don't live here. Don't check. No. <laughs> I was just making sure. Might be there, sure. too. I don't know. <laughs> So I was I got excited for a second for rain that I'm not gonna get to experience. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Christiana. <clears throat> All right, Nick. This was a this was a lot to ask, but let's see what we got. Uh, <laughs> you are marrying all of the minor inconveniences in Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Standing here in the rain on our wedding day, I vow to be your partner. If I won the lottery and died the next day, I would be happy to spend that day with you. People have called me Mr. Play It Safe, that I'm afraid to fly, but you give me wings. And even if my plane goes down, I will think, isn't this nice? And yeah, you may be a black fly in my Chardonnay, but I need the protein. You are 10,000 spoons when all I need is a knife, but I can get any job done with 10,000 spoons because that is a fuck ton of spoons. All I know is that life has a funny way of sneaking up on you and life has a funny, funny way of whooping you out. I love you for all of your flaws and foibles, and I'm proud to marry you, even though you already have a beautiful wife. 
It's kind of ironic, don't you think? Maybe. I'm not sure what irony is, but I unironically can say that I, I do to you. Oh. No, don't don't bring the air quotes back. <laughs> ironic. No. Don't you think? All right. That's going to bring us already, I know, to segment five. It's review it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Uh, but there's still like 20% of the show. Where the fuck are you going? Settle down. Uh, segment five. Review it. A little guidance when it comes to shopping or vacationing is usually a good thing. It's nice to hear firsthand from those who've already been where you're planning to be how they felt about the things or places you yourself are now con are now considering. So, in Review It, we ask you to compose reviews of specific things uh, as a review would appear on these specific outlets. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> Christiana. <laughs> Let's hear your Yelp review of the Death Star. This was the vacation I was looking for. <laughs> Let me tell you. The views, the activities, the food. It was everything we ever hoped for and more. I've never felt safer on vacation either. Let me tell you. It was sort of like hiking the south rim of the Grand Canyon, you know, there were some fall wrists, but we were fine. I was surprised at how comfortable the bunks were. You could take a shuttle anywhere you needed to go. They had these little robot things that were kind of always around. They weren't really bringing us anything or doing anything, but they looked cool. Um, even when there was an occasional, like, blaster accident, nobody got hit, so it was fine. Um, it was... We need help. We can't. It's not. We can't. I don't want them. Mm -hmm. This was the best vacation ever. It was. The <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> you, just, you just have to read it straight. That's all your ass. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was the vacation I was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Christiana. Um, so, uh, now that we're wrapping this up, where can people uh, enjoy Christiana out in the, uh, the, the weird, wild, woolly wilds of the world? Slightly more places now that I'm vaccinated, although mainly only here occasionally when I do stuff. I have an Instagram account. If you like quilts or now pictures of my cat, <laughs> you can check me out at East Fat Quilts. That's it. That's all I've got. Well, that's plenty. Um, They're cool. <laughs> quilts are cool. Uh, well, thank you, Christiana. Always good time. Always fun to have you. Uh, Nick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask, uh, always in the hopes, uh, <laughs> uh, is there some place that folk can, uh, can, can get a heaping helping of, uh, Nick Pettigrew outside of, uh, the STAB program? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you can go check out my Twitter. I think it's like at npettigrew no. on the, the Twitters. And also, uh, I have a, an itch.io site, which is a small kind of gaming oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, site. It's nickpettigrew, all one word, dot I-T-C-H dot I-O, itch dot I-O. Um, so you can go there. I got like four kind of little mini games that oh, you shit. can uh, play and have fun with. Oh. Uh, I find it a delightful waste of my time. So, yeah, it's good. Well, awesome. Yeah, I think you had, you had mentioned you were working on a game. I don't know if it was one of these or if that's a bigger project. Yeah, one of them is Exit Pursued by Bear, where you're being chased around a mansion by a bear. Um, I have kind of like a vertical slice of that, like a like kind of a demo or teaser uh, of that up on the site right now. But I just finished a game um, called Thoughts and Prayers, where you are a congressman just trying to get home after a hard day of doing nothing about gun violence. But you have to, like, avoid all of the grieving families and ghosts of the murdered by guns to get home, you know? So it's a short little game, but it's fun. All right. Well, shit. One of these Mondays uh, in Happy Time Arcade, we're probably going to have to <laughs> go through the, the full Pettigrew catalog. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Milk. Just dropping the link there in the chat. And yes, I apologize, Milk. That was poor that had the, the idea. You both have light blue backgrounds with predominantly red uh, <coughs> icons. It's it's very difficult at a glance. You know what? Shake it up. Be individuals. Uh, <laughs> Nick, let's bring this uh, weirdly aggressive show where I'm ber- berating all of our, our best uh participants and and viewers uh to a merciful end with your review mm, yes almost had this one a couple shows ago so it was just percolating um let's hear your review of gas station food as appears in bon appetit magazine as i walked into strong and funk's gas and go I was suddenly hit with an aroma that let me know I was in for a truly culinary experience. I later learned that the smell was a possum stuck in the ceiling, but that's exactly the kind of real experience Strunkenfunk's owner, Enos Strunkenfunk, is striving for. (laughs) Enos inherited the station from his late mother, Enos, who lovingly is still mounted on the wall. My dad always said, you stuff and mount anything you shoot. So that's that, Enos told customers. The Shrunken Funk tasting menu is completely is a completely unmatched experience that is deserving of its Michelin tire star reputation. The six-course meal hits on each of the six different gas station food groups. Candy, chips, bagged meats, malt liquor, frozen shit, and the collection of pills kept at the front of the counter. Each course is also paired with a flight of rags soaked in gasoline for your huffing pleasure. Mm. Honestly, I'm not much of a huffer, but after my meal at Drunken Farms, it's safe to say that I'm addicted. The first course was an amuse-bouche of a pizza combo stuffed with a pill called a yellow jacket ensconced in a paste of a Slim Jim inner. This was paired with a reserved selection of 1972 diesel gasoline from the Stockton region. After this course, I can't remember much of the rest of the meal, but after awakening in a Motel 5 outside of Los Banos, California, nearly 500 miles from Strunkenfunks, my bedmate slash surprise new wife, Darla, told me I had a great time. 
I will always remember my meal at Strongenbunks. Every time I stare at the pair of googly eyes tattooed on my testicles. <laughs> and that is what Strongenbunks is striving for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, and that is the Stab Show. Oh, wait, there it is. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And a special thank you to our fantastic panel, Christiana and Nick Pettigrew. Now, if you'd like to be live with us at the time that we're doing this thing, well, all you got to do is join us Thursday nights at 8 p.m. on Twitch. Or, if you prefer to stick with the good old-fashioned podcast version, there's 267 other episodes for your enjoyment, enjoyable via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. So, that's all from us for tonight. Until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones. And while beggars may not be able to be choosers, that doesn't mean they can't bitch a whole lot about what they do get stuck with. Good night! <laughs>